Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Charlotte. And we have a special guest co-host this week. Uh, Would you like to introduce yourself, special guest co-host? Sure. I am the uh, other half to um, Sarah. This is Sean. (laughs) My my husband, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) So today is Sean's birthday. So this is how he's choosing to spend his birthday. I'm not entirely sure why. Um, (laughs) We we had a whole plan for the day that got uh, messed up because of the weather here in New England. Uh, Much like a large part of the country, we are having sort of severe weather. You guys, yeah, Heather's having severe weather. It is pouring rain outside my window right now. I'm surprised you can't hear it. It's very loud. Yeah, we're having sort of an ice storm-ish situation here. But Charlotte, down by you, it's like crazy warm, right? Yeah, it's 80 degrees. It's it's humid as it can be, but so that's not ideal. But yeah, it's like 80 degrees here. Yeah. Yeah, the north half of the country is not doing too well this weekend. No. <laughs> yeah. My friends in Wisconsin were out shoveling snow at like 4 a.m. and no end in sight. So. Oh, my god. Well, I'm really excited because, one, we need rain desperately here in L.A., but because we only live like an hour from the mountains, uh, the lower level mountains are going to get a ton of snow. So by Monday, I'm going to be able to look out my office window and just see white mountains everywhere. Nice. Well, it'll be 80 degrees where I am. So I'm excited. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Love it. So anyway, that's why Sean is here today. We thought maybe you could add a unique take on some of our topics today. Uh, so Charlotte, tell us about the hot take because this, this yes. is a, we, we were fired up about, about this. <laughs> yeah. So Um, A couple of weeks ago, as you're hearing this, a family of influencers on YouTube, TikTok, um, posted a video about how they were going to alter their three-year-old's shoes. And they did the whole thing about they bought um, foam for the bottom and glue and everything to put them on the bottom because he wanted desperately to ride these thrill rides that he was not tall enough to ride. And as the internet does, the internet lost its mind saying how they have endangered their child. Of course, then half of the people were like, yeah, he gets to ride. And those of us who are sane and more (laughs) (laughs) uh, inclined to keeping with the rules say, you know, they're endangering their children and and others because if something happens to that child and and it couldn't, very well affect some of the others on the rides. Uh, then this family backpedaled and said, oh, no, we didn't actually put him on any rides that he wasn't tall enough for, blah, 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 um, which nobody actually believes. <laughs> so <laughs> um, my point is of this hot take is there are rules for a reason. It is not because they want to make your child suffer by not being able to ride. It's because of a safety issue with the the way the seatbelts work, the way the um, the different because science seats and everything, yeah, science because science. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> I, I saw another thing, and this was not Disney. This was a Royal Caribbean cruise, but somebody wanted their child, who's very tall for their age, but not quite five, to ride their uh, Dragon's Tail coaster. Mm. But the reason I think that now I don't know because I am not Royal Caribbean 
safety engineers, but I think the reason that you cannot ride it until you're five is because that has the handbrake system. You just one of those like mountain type coasters that has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I think a three year old just wouldn't be able to comprehend. I should slow down or right. I should do this. So th that's not even about the height. That's about this age and maturity of said child. So yeah. I guess my point is <laughs> there, there are rules for a reason. And why would you do something that so willfully endangers your precious, precious child? I, don't I, I just feel like that's a lot of time and energy put into cheating the system. Right. I don't have, I don't have time for that. Who cares? Be a parent and say, sorry, junior, next time when you're taller. Yeah. And the kid wouldn't even know that this was out there and available to ride if you hadn't told them. You know, if they had seen Space Mountain from the outside, they wouldn't know what this is. Uh, oh, we're right. not gonna, you could just say, oh, we're not going to do that today. Right. And move on. I, I, I mean, at, at three years old, I, I, oh. I lose my mind when it comes to this stuff. I just, I really do. A, because I'm a rules person. And just B, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, that's what I was going to say. I think some people are rules people like us and yeah. other people like Justin are like, eh, we can figure out a way around it. And that like, oh, I'm uh, I, I don't like it. I don't like I know. It. I guess as a mom, in particular, a mom who had to, it like, you know, get getting a kid was a, like a, a whole thing for Sean and I. So I don't take it like, you know, I'm like, my natural instinct to be is to be the worst type of helicopter parent. And I have to fight that instinct every day or he would never leave the house. But <laughs> so so the thought of like deliberately doing something to circumvent safety rules and risk your child. <clears throat> I did, like there are things about rules that I'm okay with with bending or breaking maybe some that are not like a whole safety issue. I, I can't think of any of Walt Disney World right now. <laughs> really, Charlotte? What exact? What rules? <laughs> Let's have the internet lose its mind over no, you. I, I actually, I honestly cannot think of anything at Walt Disney World right now. But maybe, like, I don't know. I have this desire to every time it says, "Please do not touch." I want to. I touch it. <laughs> like, that type of thing. But it's not like electricity. It's like a. It's like a breakable thing in a store. <laughs> I feel like, okay, I, I'm going to say something as not a parent, so maybe this is, you can yell at me, but I just feel like just because your child wants something doesn't mean that they should get it. And yeah. by breaking the agree. rules for your child, you are teaching them that they are entitled to anything that they want anytime, anywhere for the rest of their life. And I feel that your job as a parent, which by the way is why I am not one, because it's hard work and I don't want to do it, but you need to deal with the tantrums and explain mm -hmm. how the world works mm -hmm. and say, sometimes you don't get your way. Yeah, exactly. exactly. All right, Sean, thoughts? Um, I'm not 100% sure. Are we, sure talking, are, are, we, are we talking about a situation where they padded like a quarter inch? Or are we talking like an inch? I mean, what what was the end goal? Does it I mean, matter? It, this is what Justin would say. But... <laughs> I think, it's it just blow, it baffles the mind what people will do well, one to gain fame yeah, really that's yeah. what this boils down to i think mm -hmm. you know so you whether or not they ever day. intended to put the kid on the ride they got mm -hmm. the attention and that's probably what they were looking yeah. for oh interesting i hadn't thought about that 
Yeah. Oh, they 100% wanted attention because that's what they got. Okay. And, but I mean, I do think it does matter if you're not, if you're intentionally padding the shoes, but you know, sometimes you're wearing taller shoes than other times. So if it's like half an inch, that could be, that could just be your shoe. Right. And you're not intentionally doing that. But these people, no, these people added like a couple of inches. Like platform exactly. shoes. Yeah. Exactly. Situation. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, the, the height restrictions are there for a reason. And yeah, that's just why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Like the guy surfing at uh, Disney, Disney Springs. Springs. That's still my favorite one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the see, Disney Springs. I mean, look, okay, I wouldn't have done that either, but he wasn't potentially endangering anybody else. Yeah, Were there any signs saying like, he couldn't do it? <laughs> I bet you there is now. I bet you if we go to that fountain, there's going to be signs <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Sign yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Like, I'm sure there was nowhere explicitly said, like, hey, no surfing in the fountains at Disney Springs right. before. Yeah. Or no no stealing of a cucumber from the land. Although it does say stay in the boat. But, um, I don't, Sean, you make a good point, though, that did this kid even really want to ride it? Or was it just, go on, what, mommy's going to point the camera and you say this? You know, it, yeah. I bet you it really was just for attention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are there are cases all over about people using their kids just for attention. Like this kid is crying and having a tantrum and the mom or dad is behind the camera saying, oh, what's wrong? You know, and not instead of actually comforting their child, yeah. <laughs> they are filming their child. And I don't like that either. Um, yeah. So people we have lots of judgments of... about. <laughs> yeah. Fair. I know. I do. Know. I... Like, I, you know, I try. I was going to say I try not to be a judgmental person, but that's just not true. <laughs> yeah. That's just not true. I have strong opinions about a lot of things, although I do try not to judge other parents because, like Heather said, it's a hard gig. Yeah. But where I draw the line is if, you know, <laughs> Do I feel like you're trying to do your best? If I feel like you're trying to do your best, then okay, you know, yeah. I will give you a lot of slack. If I feel like you're using your kid, then yeah, we have exactly. problems. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like I, John, I think it's a really good point. I think it was, it probably was just for to go to go viral, to get attention, to get clicks, to get whatever. And then, mm -hmm. you know. And I think they were already influencers. So they know what to do. I hate that term so much. Can we just, sorry. Wow. We're going to take a hard right into the hot take here because I don't know. I just hate the term influencer because somebody, somebody said that to me recently, like, oh, you're an influencer. And I was like, oh, no, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. No. And I don't know why I had such a strong reaction to that because look, I've been doing a podcast for a long time. Sean was yelling at me earlier because I forgot that he had been on my previous podcast and I was like, oh, you'll be on the podcast for the first time. And he's like, um, not my first time. Thank you very much. <laughs> don't you remember? And I was like, Sean, I've done like a thousand hours of podcasting. <laughs> he's like, yes. And I was one of them. So just, you know. Obviously not the most important hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dig me a little deeper, why don't you have it? Yeah. <laughs> but I do feel like in the Disney community, there are um, lots of great content creators. I guess I prefer the term content creator to influencer. Uh, you know, there are so many great content creators out there, and I love so, so, so many of them. And then you have Yahoo's like this guy, and it gives us all a bad name. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. but to me, an influencer is somebody like Color Me Courtney, right? She's creating all this Love. really cute content, and now all of a sudden she's being paid to create, you know, her merchandise line or whatever. You know, yeah. she has partnerships. An influencer is somebody who can influence your purchasing decisions or your right. vacation decisions. This dude, I don't think, is an influencer. I just, I think he's an idiot who makes videos. Go. Well, yep. maybe, but see, maybe he is influencing you to put platforms on new kids that's what i'm worried about i know (laughs) i know exactly because some people saw it and went hey good idea you know and luckily the cast members are very good like they are not falling for your beep you know they've i you know i've watched many a cast member turn away a kid who had a puffy ponytail that they were trying to skate by with or a super thick platform shoe or you know they're on to us (laughs) you know yeah and but on the other hand don't do that to the cast members. Right. They don't get paid very much money. Yeah, they don't get paid enough to deal with it. And, them. yeah, it's just not, that's not fair to put on them either. Yeah. But, Heather, by the way, you're completely right in your opinion that, you know, <laughs> do, doing that is just setting up your kid for, you know. Entitlement, entitlement. for the rest of their lives. Like, you know, I it's that thing where everybody gets a trophy, right? We want to make yep. you feel good and you're important, but that's not how the world works. So what happens when you leave high school, you leave college and now you're on your own? Like you're just set up to fail yep. in my opinion. Somewhere in well, one of my friends who used to coach Ryan's soccer team still has a Ryan's trophy in the, in her basement because I was <laughs> laughing because I wouldn't let um, Ryan refuse to participate the entire season. He would cry every time we tried to put him on the soccer field at the age of three. And so I would pick him up and take him out and take him away, you know? And so at the end of the season, they were like, okay, everybody gets a trophy. I was like, not my kid. My kid doesn't get a trophy. My kid didn't play soccer. And like two years later, she was like, do you want that trophy? I was like, no, I don't want that trophy. <laughs> that trophy. Like, why would I have that trophy? Yeah. I hope she brings that to Ryan's wedding one day. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, Here, I think you deserve it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You don't get to stand on the sidelines and scream every weekend and then collect your trophy. No, you don't. Yes. Now we all know what kind of mom I am. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up next, the main topic for today's podcast is Disney's Polynesian Resort. Uh, We've all been there. We all have opinions. Um, So stay tuned and we will discuss all things Polly. If you're like me, you have post-its and scraps of paper and receipts and places that you have jotted notes down on. And they're probably scattered all over your house. No, just me? (laughs) That can't possibly be true. But if you are like me and you're looking for a way to organize all of your plans for your upcoming Disney, Universal, or other vacation, look no further. Disney Park Princess has created a series of vacation planning journals designed by each of your Disney Park Princesses. Three separate covers, one by me, one designed by Heather, and one designed by Sharla. And if you look at these covers, you can instantly tell who designed which one. (laughs) Go to DisneyParkPrincess.com, click on Shop, our must-have items and gift guides, and in the drop-down box, click Shop. You can also purchase these directly on Amazon, but of course, we hope that you go through our website. So whether you like the classic navy blue and pink of my cover, the gold and rose gold elegance of Heather's cover, or the 90s-inspired colors on Charlotte's cover, or maybe you want the entire set, go to DisneyParkPrincess.com and click on Shop. Thanks. 
All right. Sean has never seen our interim dance break. (laughs) (laughs) For editing purposes, we always do like a little pause. um, And we imagine our theme music in our head, I think. And so we all sort of do like a little dance break for a couple seconds. So Sean is now looking at us like we're crazy, but that's okay. (laughs) All right. So Disney's Polynesian Resort. Charlotte, you, I think, stayed there the most recently, right? I think so. Um, I was there in... December 2021. Okay. And that was post room renovation, right? So you stayed in the, okay. Oh, Um, that's when I came to hang out with you. Yeah. Yep. I also stayed there then that time too. We'll just say I didn't really stay, but I sent enough (laughs) to you. I feel like I can comment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sean, you and I were there, what? uh, Six years ago? Seven years ago? Yeah. Six, seven years ago. Something like that. 16, right? That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, this is one of the deluxe resorts for those of you who are, you know, or maybe have not had a chance to visit Walt Disney World or are not familiar with the Polynesian. Um, it is one of the day one resorts. It opened at the same time as Walt Disney World. Uh, and uh, so the Polynesian and the Contemporary were the two original resorts. So it is, quote unquote, an older resort, although... I don't know. I, I feel like that's a bit of a misnomer. Sometimes. I like that it's older um, because the rooms are bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, rooms are, the rooms are huge there. The bathrooms are huge there. Yeah. Yep. I'm also really excited because I get to stay there in two months again. And so I, I'm i excited to check out everything that's changing because they are doing a lot of changes right now. So let's talk about that, actually, because I had almost forgotten that they were building more uh, DVC rooms, yeah. right? I don't agree with this as a DVC member. I don't think we need more DVC. There's already a DVC property there. Why do we need more rooms? It's just Disney being greedy, honestly. Um, but yeah, they're building a big giant new tower kind of by where the um, Luau used to be. So. Oh, on that side. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought it was going on the ticket and transportation center side, but it's going on the opposite side. Interest. I think it is. At least that's where they originally had announced it. I don't know if they moved it or not, but okay. So I'm just curious to see what that's going to look like, because I think the charm of the Polynesian is that it is these long little, um, the long houses they call it. That's what they're called. (laughs) These long little houses. (laughs) Uh, I can think of the word, but I I think that's the charm of it. You know, they're only two or three stories high and it just, it gives it kind of that really cute Polynesian profile. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have to admit prior to staying at the Polynesian, I didn't, it just, I didn't feel like it was maybe my vibe. It gave me a sort of very Brady Bunch Hawaii episode. Like <laughs> that 70, is honestly 100%. the greatest TV show episode of all time. I will not have you trash. I'm sorry. There's a tarantula in that episode. So <laughs> yes, I'm gonna have because to, of the tiki gods no, that have they to strongly disagree. <laughs> I watched those episodes. I watched that at least once every three months. I am Ugh. so obsessed. I love the Brady Bunch anyway, but their Hawaii episodes are, they're fire. I love yeah. them. Well, okay. So I'm going to say a hot take, which is after staying there the last couple of times that I've stayed there, we didn't say club level the last time we were there because it was not open, but uh, we have stayed club level there before. And the Polynesian is now my favorite resort. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. I think the so. beach club? Yeah. Yeah. This is breaking news. <laughs> I don't think it's better than the beach club. Let's not get all I, crazy. I didn't say it was better. I said, I like it. Um, well, you said it's your favorite. You say, yeah, yeah, it's your favorite. Yeah. So, so that would 
mean it's better. It's very, it's very uh, convenient to the Magic Kingdom and Epcot. So that's two parks that it's convenient to. Uh, Beach Club is convenient to two parks as well. But um, I, yeah, I, I love it there. I think it's- I, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to justify yourself <laughs> more than just that. Yeah, we don't agree with you. I, uh, the club level lounge has a better view of the fireworks. You can actually see a park and stuff from the lounge itself. Um, I thought that the cast was more friendly in terms of the club level. I like the rooms there better. I think the Moana theming is absolutely fantastic. And I just, I just really like it. I, you know, you did not convince us, but yeah, I, I will I say the rooms are really pretty. <laughs> I don't have to convince you. And I also never said, I don't believe I 100% said that the Beach Club was my favorite resort. I think I said I was torn between several of them. Beach Club being top. Oh, so we you can't make up your mind is what we're hearing. <laughs> <laughs> no, trying to walk it back now. Because you guys think Beach Club is the best, does that mean? I have to think it's the best. Well, look, this is the best part about Walt Disney World, right? Is there is a resort for everybody, no matter what your questionable taste. Are. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just say kidding. all-star I shouldn't movies say that. So what I was starting to say about the before we took the a hard left on the Hawaii episodes was I actually liked the Polynesian much more. Um, and Sean, I think you would agree with me. I think we liked it much more than we were expecting we were going to, right? Oh, 100%. Um, I have a friend who that is her favorite resort. That's where they always stay for years and years and years. And having stayed there, I finally understood why. Yeah. Not my personal favorite, but I, I, I can get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Um, the size of the room is a big one. Um, it's a very peaceful sort of place. It's not quite as escapist as some of the other resorts are. You definitely do feel like you're in the middle of the magic, so to speak, yeah. because you can see the Magic Kingdom and Cinderella Castle and, you know, you have a great view of the fireworks. I think that might have been the thing that really sold me was sitting on the beach and watching the fireworks over the Magic Kingdom with the music yeah. piped in. Like, that was just really great. Um, I... I think I, I'm right there with you in that it it does feel very peaceful as somebody, you know, who loves Hawaii anyway, like real Hawaii to mm -hmm. vacation to. This is kind of a little slice of that in Walt Disney World. And so you do they, you know, the way that they've decorated it. Yes, it feels very 1970s. But like I mentioned, I, I'm here for that. But it. I like that they do little things that resorts in Hawaii really do. So they'll have, you know, the torch lighting at night. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes they bring out fire dancers just, you know, to come in and, and perform on the lawn. And and so they they do, they used to have Auntie, um, I think mm -hmm. she's retired now. or She's she passed, passed away. She yeah. passed away. Um, oh. But they, you know, she would just be in the lobby and she would give impromptu hula lessons or they would do lay making. And, and so they tried really hard to bring that Hawaii cultural um, flair to the resort. And, and that's something I can really appreciate. It's not, it wasn't manufactured. It wasn't um, Disney- tacky it, it was genuine and mm -hmm. and i really mm -hmm. like that about this resort yeah let's talk about the food because there's actually some great food options at the polynesian they have some of the best restaurants on property at the polynesian i mean i the big one obviously is ohana because um, why heather what's your favorite because noodles, noodles. there noodles. you go <laughs> <laughs> you need to worry about in fact i'm so excited because i think in like four days my uh my 
ADR time is coming up and I'm like the number one. I'm like, I'm going to fight to get, I haven't eaten at Hana in probably like 10 years because I obviously I don't eat meat. Um, but <laughs> now our Susanna at, um, vegan Disney food did this whole thing on all the vegan options you can get. I'm like, mm -hmm. they have vegan noodles <laughs> going back to Ohana. I can't wait. <laughs> so exciting. Um, so there is, so the restaurant options are Ohana, Kona Cafe, uh, Captain Cook's and Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, um, we used to go to Captain Cook's just on our way out of town. We would, you know, spend oh, half a so day, good. half a day in, in the Magic Kingdom or just at our resort hotel and then go to Captain Cook's on the way out. That was always mm -hmm. kind of our fond farewell, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ohana is uh, sort of family style at both breakfast and dinner. Um, characters at breakfast only, right? No characters at dinner. Um, it used to be a Lilo and Stitch breakfast. I don't know if it still is. That I don't know, but I can I, confirm in two months. Okay. Yeah, I don't know since they brought characters back what it is. I, Minnie used to be there, at least. Yeah, it used to be like point. Mickey, Minnie, uh -huh. Stitch. Lilo and like maybe Goofy or something like that. Like yeah, that sounds great. Um, I've got I just remember, pictures somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I just remember Ryan. We went when he was little and Stitch. He was obsessed with Stitch, and he was like, "I, I just, I have, I swear to God, I have a photo of it somewhere." Like Sean clutching the back of his shirt as Ryan's like pinwheeling at the end of his arm <laughs> trying to get to Stitch. Like you know, he yeah, was, it was very know, much father or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he took after me on that one very much so. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're both big Stitch fans, so, yeah. Um, but I really actually enjoyed Captain Cook's. Like, I think it's actually one of the best quick oh, service places. It's so good. It's so good. They do this pineapple burger, and they can make it vegan if you want. But, like, if you eat meat, the pineapple Polynesian burger, it's delicious. And then when Charlo, when I came to visit you in December, I, <laughs> I just got a big like bowl of noodles with tofu in it and just sat in her room and ate it. It was yeah. delicious. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things that we did was we were not very far from the, um, from the great ceremonial house, which is where the restaurants are in our room. And I would mobile order from our room and say, yeah, I'm here, get it ready. And then head to head down there because it, you're so close by, you didn't have to go and wait while you're there. I would just say, yeah, I'm ready. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm go ahead. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I really like Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. It's very small. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very And small. it's very loud. So it's I don't. smaller than the one at Disneyland and Disneyland sure. is small. Disneyland is small. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I actually really love the patio outside Trader Sam's where you can get all the same drinks. Now, obviously they don't have the sort of powers that they do um, inside, but still a great, you know, and they typically there have live one, music. At least it, there used to be when it opened, so I don't know if it's still there, but there used to be um, a certain cocktail you could only get if you sat on the patio. Oh, I don't out know. Out there. I don't know. They, look, truth be told, the inside of both Trader Sam's stresses me out because it's so loud. So I much yeah. prefer to sit on, the, on that patio. Plus there's live music out there mm -hmm. and it's just a really nice location to sit. Yeah. 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 Um, so what do you guys think are the other big perks to staying at the Polynesian over, say, for example, um, 
like the Grand Floridian or the Contemporary, just because they're all monorail resorts. Like, why would you choose the Poly over one of the others? I think it has to do with vibe, what speaks yeah. to you the most. I mean, they're all in really great locations. Um, but like you mentioned before, Sarah, it's really relaxed. Like, you just feel like you're in a different place. You, you, you can stay at the Contemporary and you might be closer to the Magic Kingdom, but you don't really have... There's not a vibe there. There's not, you know, you don't feel like you're anywhere else. You're just in like this conference hotel that looks out at the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Still nice, but not, you're not transported. And and that's what I like about the Polynesia. It feels relaxed, right? You're going to come back mm-hmm. from this long day at the parks and you're just going to take a deep breath. You're going to sit out somewhere. You're going to watch the, the torches get lit. Maybe you're going to sit out on the beach and watch the fireworks. You're going to have a cocktail. Like you can just really kind of unwind there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about the the pool for a minute too because the pools at the polynesian are great yeah yeah i love the pool the um first of all it has a zero entry which they're adding to a lot of them now Mm -hmm. but i really like that um i just think it's a a fun polynesian type vibe about it it does it reminds me a lot of um alani and hawaii and some of the other hawaiian places i mean it just, it's just so fun to be there. It, that I, f- I feel like what you were saying about the Polynesian doesn't necessarily take you away that you're at Walt Disney World, but the pool area kind of does. Like, it just feels different to me. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, do they, I'm trying to remember, Sean, when we were there, we spent some time at, like, the quiet pool, and they had the sort of cabana-ish type things at that time. Yep. Did they get rid of that pool, or is that pool still there? I hope it's still there. I don't remember. That was one of the best parts about the resort. Yeah. I think it's still there. Is it still there? Because I, I couldn't. It, it, it was before the DV, It was before like they added all the DVC stuff. So I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if they had gotten rid of it to put in the DVC I stuff. I can't but remember. I'm sorry, I can't. Remember. I guess we'll find out in April when Heather goes. Yeah, add that to your we'll list. Report back. <laughs> all the pools. <laughs> um, I think we should also talk about the bungalows, which I, I think are cool. And I mean, they're pricey and they're not for everyone. But this is the first time Disney did over the water bungalows to kind of give that Polynesian mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. Um, they are actually more expensive than if you wanted to fly to Tahiti or Bora Bora yep. and stay <laughs> in an actual overwater bungalow. If you don't believe me, ask me for a quote. I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think it's cool. You know, if you have a, a big, a larger family, they can sleep up to 12 guests, I believe. So if you have a larger family and you're kind of coming, you know, multi-generational and you want to spend some time together, I mean, you have your own little um, hot tub or plunge pool on the the little balcony and you're right on the, the set and sees lagoon and you can see cinderella's castle and the fireworks i it's magical I, I, and they're beautiful they're really yeah. really gorgeous yeah i remember when they first opened they were having a lot of problems with like the air conditioning <laughs> but i believe they have resolved all of those issues mm-hmm. thank goodness so yeah if, if you're gonna if you want to book one my main advice is to be flexible with your dates Yes, there, there's not that many. And of course, they do go to vacation club members first. Yep. Um, before the bungalows, they open. by the way, sleep up to eight people. Eight 12. people. Okay. Yep. Yeah, they uh, they go to DVC members first um, and before they open to the general public. So if that's key to yep. you, just be flexible. And they, I think they start, don't they start around like four grand a night or something? Like, I mean, they're like, yeah. it's up it's, there. 
Yeah, it's it's there. but they're crazy. they're sold out. Like I, we can all sit and scoff and say, "Who would pay that?" But they sell oh, out. People are paying it. Oh, they sell out all it. the time. So yeah. don't for a second think that they're not popular. They're very cool looking. And then Wilderness Lodge also has later they added right. sort of cabins right on the water to Wilderness Lodge as well. But the Polynesian ones are just really cool. Yeah. Really all right. What about other extra activities um, at the Polynesian? Well, they, they used have... to have they used to have Peter Pan's um, nursery or where the Neverland oh, Club. I was oh, thinking man. about that this morning. I don't know why. I was thinking about no child care at Disneyland, and then it I it was like, oh, they closed them all at Disney World years ago too. And I'm so upset. Yeah. I wish they would bring those back. The Neverland Club in particular was amazing. Yes, we we took Nora there. We were excuse me, <laughs> we were not staying at the Polynesian, and we took her to that yep. kids club and she loved it yeah and she was little and i remember her talking about uh it for years after that yeah orion loved he never went to the neverland club but he went to um the sandcastle club at the beach club a few times uh, and he loved it typically he was the only kid in there with a bunch of counselors what's not to love <laughs> yeah that was that was a key part too it's just yeah but yeah ryan and nora both only children so they like right. that one-on-one yeah they really attention. like that uh, yeah. attention <laughs> yeah um, so do we, who do we think the Polynesian is the perfect hotel for? It could be for anybody. It could be for families who want to go to the Magic Kingdom. It can be for honeymooners who want something a little bit romantic. You know, it could, could just be for grandma and grandpa who need a weekend to get away, but they just want something that's easy to get around. It could mm -hmm. be for anybody. Yeah. And it's for people who maybe you're going to Walt Disney World and you're not going to the parks. That would be a great place to stay. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to go to the parks. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, that takes care of Disney's Polynesian Resort. Uh, coming up next on the Patreon Extra, we are continuing with our very special guest. Thank you, Sean. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to be talking about uh, the Disney Park Princess trip to Disneyland. This is actually going to be Sean's very first trip to Disneyland. Shock. Judging. Bad. Judging. What did you say, Sean? <laughs> No judging. <laughs> no judge. You should judge me for that, actually. Uh, <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to check out our website at DisneyParkPrincess.com. Be sure to join our Facebook group that we have for our listeners. Uh, we have an article on um, how to choose the best room at all of the Disney resorts. So we have one for the Polynesian that goes through every single one of the different room categories and who we think you know which one is our favorite and you know which one might be great for your family so please go to disneyparkprincess.com click on search type in polynesian it should pop right up uh and that does it we'll be back next week thanks so much guys bye bye